Welcome to Dear Graduate, the podcast where you start believing you don't have to choose between your work life and your life's work. I'm your host, Aisha Boydman. Dear Graduate is brought to you by Serve Here, a nonprofit mobilizing a generation of faith to be on mission where they'll work and live. The Serve Here program provides college students with internships, mentorship, community, and life-changing conversations. To learn more about the organization, visit servehere.org. Wherever you are today, we're here to tell you, dear graduate, everything is going to be okay. Hi, friends. Another short little story time for you today. Today, we're talking about praying for who you are becoming, and this is something that I just hold really near and dear to my heart. Um, And so I'm going to share a little story from a few years ago. I found myself in a Bible study listening to a passage in Matthew talking about prayer. The verse said to go into your room, close the door, and pray to the one who sees you in secret. In the group setting, we kind of sped past that part, and the discussion revolved around other things. Um, But I was not a part of that conversation. I could not get those words out of my head. Something in me knew that tonight those words were for me. I had found myself in a season of show. I didn't see it until that moment where I was faced with the words in secret. The most alarming thing for me was how unimportant that sounded. Why would I do anything in secret and not in front of people to witness? Yeah, that thought process was problematic. So I embarked on a mission and I called it my secret life. No one knew, not my husband, not my friends, no one. I was just going to try. One thing I had come to grips with was that I'm just not a morning person, so quiet time in the mornings was just not going to happen. Um, So I committed to coming home from work at 5 or 5.30, going straight into our guest room, turning all the lights off, lighting a candle, and did just what the verse said to do. I talked to God in secret Um, For me, it was on the ground with my forehead to this old Egyptian carpet that Brian bought when he was in grad school, but that is another story for another day. But I was on the ground, forehead to the ground in a dark room, um, and it was awkward at first. I didn't know what to say, um, and I noticed how formal my language was because I was used to praying in front of people. But God challenged me to intimacy. How do I talk to those closest to me? And slowly but surely, we became friends. I would spend my day longing for that dark room, where even though I couldn't even see my own hand in front of my face, I felt more seen than I had ever felt in my entire life. This went on for months before my husband made a comment as I came out of the room, and he said, wow you look like you're glowing. Like when you come out of there, you're a completely different person. An innocent and sweet comment that confirmed what I was feeling. Something sacred was happening in that room and I couldn't exactly explain what it was. Months into this journey, I decided I wanted to start praying for who I wanted to become. I started asking about my purpose and what I would accomplish in my lifetime In my own way, I was looking for direction. So in the room, I obsessed over this question. Who would I become? What would I do? Where do you want me to go? What is my purpose? I waited patiently for an answer that I assumed would come in the form of 
I don't know, the title of a book I would write, the name of a company I would start, some genius idea of something that had never been done before. What did I get? A very clear picture of me on my knees in the dark with my forehead to the ground. It was an obvious answer to my question, but I was annoyed. This picture gave me no direction or clarity or answers. Basically, I threw an internal fit, stomping my feet and pouting because I wanted what I wanted. Surely this question change, if you know, if I change the wording, it would help give God some direction as to how to answer me. So I meditated on a new question. Okay, here's a new question. Okay, God, what will people say about me when I'm gone? Yes. It got a little morbid, but this, I I was just determined to have direction. Quietly in that dark room, written on my heart, weeks later were the words, she prays. Simple. And not what I was looking for. But this time, I recognized that the purpose I had been asking for, the purpose I heard from, was simple and not what I was looking for. But this time, I recognized that the purpose that I had been asking for, the purpose I heard about, I kept telling God that it wasn't enough. I wanted more. I wanted bigger. I wanted better. And he was telling me over and over This is my best, and it's more than enough. These two words, she prays, have changed my life. No, they're not the title of a book. They're not some big dream I feel promised to, um, but they're a daily action and reminder to me for where to start, for me to be okay with long seasons of not knowing what's next because I know I'm never wasting the waiting. This moment has informed my life in a way I could never describe. While I have dozens of stories of remarkable things that happened in that dark room, we will have to save those for another day. Today, I want to remind you that praying for who you're becoming is both crucial and it's absolutely not what you think it will be. Here's three things that I took away from that time of praying for who I would become. One, prayer is an open invitation to let God transform your questions to align with his will. You can't be afraid to ask the wrong questions. You just have to be willing to show up every day and see how God transforms those questions. And that's okay. It's okay for the questions to change. It's okay for that thing that you were desperate to know to become something that you don't care about, or you could care less if he answers. That's actually the beauty of it. Two, I have to come to terms with the fact that I will forever be asking questions about my purpose and next steps. And I think, you know, wrapping your mind around the fact that you'll always be asking this and that you should always be asking this, you know, am I in the right place? Will you lead me if I'm supposed to step out of this space? What's next for me? Those are okay questions. They're conversations. You won't always get an answer. You won't always know. You won't have clarity. The clouds might not part. But if we can all just accept that these are questions we'll always be asking, I think it might take some pressure off of the first time that you ask. And three, praying for who you're becoming is a part of the becoming. I mean, I don't even know what else to say about that except that I believe it wholeheartedly. Asking the questions is part of the process thinking about it, meditating on it, 
contemplating, having conversations with people, um, discovering gifts, staying curious about gifts that you have thought maybe were unimportant and watching them become important in different seasons of your life. Those all matter. So if you're stuck or if you're feeling like you need a little direction, go into a dark room, close the door and ask God anything or just sit there or sing or take a nap because it's not about what you do, but it's about what God is cultivating in you while you do it. Amen. I love talking to you guys. I hope that this blessed you in some way and that that story is uh, not as crazy as it sounds. <laughs> uh, if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to our podcast and we'd love to hear what you think and how uh, these conversations are impacting you. Our music is by our dear friend, Brian Phillips. As always, friends, I'm signing off with this reminder. Dear graduate, I'm proud of you. I believe in you. Your gifts are on purpose and everything is going to be okay. Bye, y'all.